0: Twitter handle at religion of woke. I think we could learn a lot from Japan about food. And they could probably learn a lot from us about being woke, I guess. I'm not sure what they could learn from us. So I'm watching a YouTube channel called Paulo from Tokyo. Um, two and a half million subscribers. Pretty popular channel. I guess his name is Paulo, so he must be, uh, I don't know, it's like a Brazilian guy or something who lives in Japan, and I don't know if all his videos are like this, but I've been watching just one after the other of Day in the Life of a blank, and it'll be like, like the one I'm watching right now is Day in the Life of a Japanese Casino Worker, you know, and I watched one of a hotel worker, and one of a a beef rancher, and whatever, it's all, it's the Japanese versions of all these jobs, and you can... The videos start with, you know, them waking up in the morning, and then they go to work, and then they go to bed. And so it just it gives you the day in the life of that person, and you learn fun facts about Japan. So first off, I love Japanese stuff. I I don't watch as much anime as I used to, but I mean, I've watched more anime than, whatever, anyone, any adult man. Maybe some teen girl can beat me out, but I doubt it. But I'm gonna say a racist word here because but it's too bad. I wish it wasn't racist. I look up, I looked up on the internet. is Japs you know Jap or Japs is that racist? And I guess it is, but like like what I wanna say is I fucking love Jap stuff. Sorry for cursing, but yeah, let's get rid of both Let's get rid of all those bad words. I love Japanese stuff, they're awesome they're they're so whatever they're not the same as other countries. they're interesting. They produce a lot of cool, um, you know, basically comic books and cartoons that uh, I can watch. And they got a lot of good food. I mean, like, if I was a millionaire, I think I'd be eating sushi. Like, that would probably be my number one thing to eat. Good sushi, which is incredibly expensive, is incredibly tasty to me. Alright, so the first fun fact that I've noticed from several of these videos is that... Like when people get off work at the end of the day, you know, quitting time, the co-workers go out to like a restaurant and and they eat together, whatever. They drink beer and whatnot and they eat food together as co-workers for dinner. I'm sure if you're old and you got a family, maybe you don't always go. Although I've seen some of the some of the people who are like, whatever, fathers and husbands and they still go. But here's the interesting fun fact about it is that, at least these people I'm watching, these people are in Tokyo. And Tokyo, right, I think it might be the biggest, densest city in the world. If it ain't number one, it's up there. And so, it's very expensive to live there, and people live in very small little apartments, basically. Apartments that are not fit for having people over for dinner. Like, in America, you're like, Hey, everyone, come on over to my house for dinner. Anyways, that's not what they do in Japan. They ain't got no room. So what they do is they go out to a restaurant, and you know, and I, I think a lot of these they do it like six nights a week. You know, if you got no dining room at all, I think you end up going to restaurants like more than even West Coast uh, frou frou uh, woke elites, you know, in the coastal cities who go out to eat like just your average Jap- Japanese person is just going out to eat all the time. They ain't got no space at their house, and so the interesting thing about it is like like one of them. anyway, they had this this cosplay girl. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Japan is famous for having like introverted people. Like they're very formal, they're not, whatever. They're not wild and crazy like Americans. And a lot of them are introverted. Um, But the thing is, is they're introverts who go out to eat dinner with their friends every night. So introvert means something different in Japan. I think if you got no job, then you stay home and play video games and never see a single person. But if you got a job as an introvert, You're still out hanging out. Pretty cool. Alright, so one of these guys is this Japanese casino worker guy. And so in Japan, they got these, you know, they're like gambling. Well, they got casinos. They got casinos. Like, I don't know. It depends on where you live in America. You don't have a lot of casinos. But in Japan, they got this weird thing going where gambling is illegal. (laughs) And yet, they got tons of casinos. So, like, you know, there's this giant... And they, they play this game like pachinko you probably heard of it or you have to look it up they, but anyways they got they got like slot slot machines and they got pachinko so they got american style gambling and then they got this thing called pachinko which is uh i don't know they got, It's a bunch of steel balls that fall through a thing and you collect them like you know i think the slot machine gives you a bunch of like gold coins you know tokens they're not made out of gold and the pachinko thing, it gives you a bunch of steel balls, so you just build up a big bunch of steel balls that you can trade in. But like I say, gambling for money is illegal in Japan, so they got like these rooms where you trade in your uh, gold coins or go, you know your tokens or your balls, and it kind of looks like you know like a American fair where you like like a shooting gallery and you win like a giant stuffed animal. Like they got a room that's like that, you know, except for it's fancier stuff, you know, like. Win a three-day va- or whatever you can buy a three-day vacation with your balls, or you know, to or whatever you can buy. You can buy adult stuff that's worth a lot of money. But long story short, how do they really get around this uh, thing? Is that one of the things you can buy is tiny little gold ingot coin things, and so every casino has a place next door that will give you cash for gold. So you just buy gold with your balls, and then you trade the gold for uh, cash next door. I don't know. I'm probably not going to have any anti-woke stuff to add to this, but um, I'll just give you a real short summary of each one that I watch. Uh, so one of them was a, a Wagyu beef farmer. You probably heard of it maybe as Kobe beef. Anyways, like J- Japan, for whatever reason, has the best cows that produce the best steaks in the world. Like you can buy, you know, you can have it shipped to your door frozen from various like internet companies and it costs like $150 a pound and it's amazing. But anyways, they, they follow this farmer, rancher, I guess, he, well, farmer or rancher around. And at his, the place where he works, they got um, 700 head of cattle. And I don't know, they said how big the ranch is, and they, they say it's in, it's in square meters. Like, it's not in acres or square miles, it's in square meters. So anyways, somehow they get a bunch of cows into a teeny little area, and then they raise them. It's not like America. The cows do not go out and eat grass. I think for the Wagyu Kobe beef, uh, you don't want to move them around too much. It makes them tough anyways. And then another another one was a cosplay worker. Uh, cosplay stands for costume play. They love English words. Uh, and so she just, whatever, she's 20 years old. She's smoking hot. You know, if you like Japanese girls, she's super smoking hot and she dresses up as various things. She does costume play, and then, like, her day starts at, she wakes up at noon or something. She goes and does a photo shoot for some professional photographer, which apparently pays her money, or maybe he's just a perv, wasn't clear. Although he did have a very fancy studio with a lot of lights. And then at night, she does, like, a live stream, where she dresses up as a whatever, and, uh, Whatever, her fans give her money and she talks to them for a couple hours. Like in America, that would be a girl taking off her clothes. It'd be kind of like a, well, whatever. It'd be live porn is what it would be. But apparently in Japan, if you're hot, I don't know. Actually, I don't know. I was going to say, if you're hot enough, I have no idea. Maybe in Japan you can't do live porn. But anyways, she doesn't have to take off her clothes. But she basically does what like a live porno person would do. Which is just sit there and look pretty. And uh, fans pay her money, but she doesn't have to take off her clothes. And, you know, maybe as she gets older, she has to dress sexier. I mean, doesn't even have a low-cut blouse or nothing. All right, I can get some identity politics into this. Um, These people in Japan, they are like, whatever. Like, they would fall on their sword if it would help the customer. I mean, their customer service is off the charts. I don't think any country can, you know, even hold a candle to them. It's like, you know, if you're if you're someone who gambles a million dollars a day and you go to, into a Vegas hotel and everyone's real nice to you, well, like that's how Japan, you know, down to the plumber, street sweeper, convenience store worker, that's how they treat everyone. Just customer service is just insanely important there. But I've heard stories like they don't normally allow immigrants in, but they have allowed some Chinese immigrants in lately. And a lot of times the Chinese immigrants get jobs at the Kobini. Like Japan has these convenience stores. They're, like, the greatest stores in the universe. They're just so amazing. Uh, whatever. That's where, you know, everyone gets their food from these Cobinis. Like, I think they're cheap, and everything is, like, fresh and wonderful. Whatever. America's got nothing like them. It's not, like, a piece of crap 7-Eleven or whatever. But anyways, even these, you know, convenience stores have, like, the greatest customer service in the world. Except that now they've got Chinese people working there, and, uh... It's funny, like when I was younger, before I knew any better, before I started watching YouTube videos about various Asian countries, I figured China was like Japan, just like super formal, super polite, super uh, whatever, doing stuff the way that they do it. And that's not true. Chinese people are super rude. I was talking to my buddy, I said that to my buddy, and he's like, oh yeah, I went to some giant, whatever, Asian supermarket in America, and some Chinese lady just kind of was Just was pushing her cart, and then she let go of her cart, and the cart like slammed in the back of his achilles tendons, and he looked back like, what the heck and she just wasn't even paying attention didn't give enough an and I had another buddy whose job he was like importing stuff from china like he was he was a businessman who imported manufactured stuff from China to America, and you think like you know he's rich he, this is and this is probably fifteen years ago, so he was going over there, he was like totally rich compared to the Chinese people, he hated it, he hated going to China. Right, and here's another thing I didn't know. In Japan, they still smoke cigarettes. So they're a little bit backwards on that one. Japan just passed a law in 2020 where you can't, like, smoke in public spaces, which, you know, America's been, well, you can't do that in airplanes probably 25 years. You can't do that in most places 15 years. I think bars maybe the last 10 years. But in Japan, I mean, they're smarter. It's just a smarter breed of a uh, whatever country and so they got special rooms like you want to smoke indoors they got special rooms with special like air filters and then oh it's legal per the new law like i don't know if in america i don't think american laws even have a thing for that like oh it's actually safe and i've seen some of them vaping also so whatever they like smoking stuff hot chicks like smoking stuff and i don't think they smoke weed at all I'm watching Day in the Life of a Japanese Space Engineer. Um, That part doesn't matter, but basically it's him, his wife, and his kid. They live in an apartment in Tokyo. And she's an IT manager. Anyway, so like, you know. But they both work. They both work full-time jobs. And they got a little kid. And the kid goes to something like preschool, Japanese preschool. And I guess the point is, in Japan, it used to be that They had a saying, and I think they lived up to it, was that the man rules the household. But in fact, now, you know, this younger generation, this guy's 32, this younger generation is more like Americans, like, he's helping take care of the kid, you know, she's doing, she's not exactly uh, fixing the sink, but anyways, you get the idea, either one of them could do either thing. Alright, so this kid, he's probably four, he's playing around and he's telling his parents how to eat breakfast, and... It's because of this thing. You see it in anime all the time. But, like, in Japan, they put kids, you know, all the way through high school. I don't know. College? I don't know. But anyways, they put certain kids um in charge of the class. Like, you know, you got your teacher, yes. But you'll have a kid who's, uh, like, the the president of the class. And maybe there'll be even a, a vice president of the class. Like, individual, you know, 30-person class. Anyways, this kid, uh apparently... They cycle it through. When you're in preschool, you don't just get to be the president the whole time. It's not, you know, whoever gets the highest test scores or is the hottest or whatever. Um, they give every kid a chance, and so he loves it so much he goes home and he tries to he tries to be the Otobansan, I think is what it's called. But it's interesting to watch Japanese cartoons. A lot of them take place in high school, and a lot of them have class presidents and you know various. Not sure how to say it, like, you know, devious power plays where someone's trying to take over the role and get them kicked out or whatever. Oh yeah, politics. Class politics. Within a high school class. Something else I'm noticing is that Japanese men use electric razors, like the kind my grandpa had. Like, I swear to God, it seems like everyone uses a normal razor nowadays? Or maybe I just don't know people who have normal enough jobs. Hmm. All right, and half of Japanese sleep on foldable mattresses. So you sleep, you know, it's on the floor. It's on the floor. You ain't got no uh, bed frame or nothing. And then when you wake up, you fold it up and you put it in the closet. It saves space. So basically, your bedroom becomes your living room. And I'm way too old and fat to be getting up off the floor. That would whatever. Every time I did that, I paid not a dollar not to have to do it. Alright, so, how do you take your kids around? Um, every day in the life of a Japanese person so far, they got no car, they take the subway, they live in Tokyo, except for the rancher, and uh, he's got like, whatever, It's uh, he's got a four-door truck, but it's about the size of a teeny, teeny American car. But anyways, this space engineer guy... He doesn't have a car, but he has an electric bike. He has an electric bike with a booster seat in the back, and so that's how he takes his kid around. All right, so this engineer is going to lunch, uh, and he doesn't go to a combini convenience store. He goes to a supermarket. And I guess here's the thing that is just off the charts different between there and here is that they got, I think, I guess they're called Bentos, but basically they've got. Just tons and tons of pre prepared food of every sort, and it's all high quality that we don't have. You know, like, you know, if you go into the grocery store in my town, you know, they got like uh, maybe corn dogs. This place is like they got sushi that's good, sushi, they got noodle stuff, they got rice stuff, whatever. They just got it's like a restaurant basically, their convenience stores and their supermarkets have as much food as a freaking restaurant, and it all looks so good. I mean, I can't taste it by watching the video, but man, it looks good. And I never lived in a big city since people really started getting, like, Grubhub or whatever it is where restaurants deliver food to your house, so maybe in Japan, it's kind of like you walk to, you know, no one has a car, you just walk to a place right right down the street, and you get your food that's like a restaurant as opposed to having them deliver it to your house, because... I think the delivery people don't have cars either. So the engineer dad takes his bicycle to pick up the kid from nursery school. And then he takes the kid to some sort of after nursery school. It's like it's 6.30 at night. And uh, the kid's learning math and Japanese. I guess that'd be like math and English here. So whatever. They got high priority on education over there. probably, Probably not a big surprise to anyone. I don't know why I keep talking about China. China just passed a law that said you can't make your kids take more than whatever uh, whatever outside-of-class prep work. You know, I think that kids are like, they're in class for seven hours, and then, oh, let's give them another six hours of class if you're rich enough to afford it. So they passed a law against it. They also passed a law saying kids can't play more than one vi- one hour of video games a year. Or, sorry, a day. One hour of video games a day. And then they just use their parents' account, apparently. And then if the government in China finds out about it, something bad might happen to you. All right, so it's the end of the evening for this engineer and his family. And uh, the wife still cooks. I mean, he takes care of the kid in a way that I think Japanese men in the past would not have done. But she still cooks. And we get to see what she cooked. And she cooks something. It looks like it's like chicken breast. It's You know, it's it's in a pan that's baked. It's got like chicken breast. Broccoli and carrots, so that all sounds American. But where I think an American would throw in some potatoes, they throw in mushrooms. Those Japanese, I tell you, they just you wanna, when you wanna zig, they zag. Another thing about these crazy Japanese, um I mean I don't know any young girls, maybe maybe I'm just so out of touch. But like there's like Japanese women, you know, thirty year old women who play video games. I'm trying to think if I know any American women who are like in their early 30s. I don't think I do, but I have a feeling they do not play video games. And the cosplayer who's like a 20 year old Japanese girl, she plays video games. It's kind of like, you know, you meet a girl and she's like, I love watching sports on TV and you're like, oh my god, I found the one! Well, apparently in Japan, every girl is the one because they love video games. Of course, I don't play video games. Whatever the Japanese girl would, like, turn me down. I'd be like, what? You don't play video games, you pussy. All right. So in Japan, they don't tip, and they go out for dinner all the time, and they drink a lot. They like their alcohol. You know, some of them drinking beer. I'm thinking some of them drinking like frou frou. Oh, my boy, these are all men, anyways. Drinking, uh, you know, fruity cocktails. And anyways, in their culture, at the end. However much you ate, however much you drank, you guys all split the tab equally. Do you think in America that's kind of how we do it? You know, depends on how flush you're feeling. Sometimes you do it that way. Sometimes you're like, uh, you you drank seven times as much as me. You pay more. And so the cosplay girl, like, she was staying up till I don't know what, four a.m. But almost every one of these Japanese dudes, you know, day in their life of doing their job, um. They stay up till midnight. I don't know what the average American does. Like, I'm an early to bed, early to rise guy, but... Midnight. That might be normal in America, or... I feel like we go to bed a little earlier. Of course, these guys are usually in there. Most of these Japanese guys we're looking at here are like 25 to 35, so... Maybe you stay up later then. So now I'm watching A Day in the Life of a Japanese Firefighter. And he starts his day off with instant coffee. Boy, I haven't seen anyone do that in years. So the firefighter, like a bunch of these other salary men. So in Japan they call you a salaryman. I think I think they say it like in English, probably like salary one or something. But anyways, that means you're just a worker, you know, a guy who works, a man who works. Anyways, a lot of these salarymen, um, they put on a suit, a suit and tie to go to work. And like, you know, their job has some other comp- completely different uniform but they put on a suit and tie for the 10 to 30 minutes it takes for them to get to work i mean they don't mess around that is very very professional like you know are you gonna go to your job and slack off and take a nap and steal stuff when you put on a suit and tie before you go there i think it's gonna reduce a lot of that whatever malingering stuff in fact, that would be a good, like right there, you're getting yourself a higher quality of worker. Like in America, you know, how many workers, I mean, I couldn't do it. But anyways, how many workers could come up with a suit and tie and wear it and put it on and go to work? Uh, only the absolute cream of the crop. I mean, boy, you know, if I can get a t-shirt on that's not inside out, that's about all I can do. All right, so to be a firefighter, you do a one-year program after high school. And so I'm starting to notice this, like the guy who's a rancher. He did like a two year, whatever, taking care of cows program after high school. So it sounds like you don't just get a general, you know, worthless degree in English that takes four years. They got school after high school, but it's more focused on the thing you're gonna be doing. Now, I don't know about like the engineer or whatever, but and the cosplay girl, she probably didn't do nothing except for just be smoking hot. Actually, what she did before, I think it was when she was in high school. She was a idol. So I don't know if you ever heard, but in in Japan, they got things called idols. They love American words, so yes, the word is idol. And it's just like young girl groups, and boy groups. Yeah, that's right. It doesn't matter. Young people groups that sing and dance. And like Korean groups, Korean idol groups now, uh, K- is called K-pop, and uh, people in America listen to them. It's kind of like... Um, New Kids on the Block or Backstreet Boys or whatever. But they really, really love their crappy pop in these Asian countries. And they have tons and tons of these idol groups. Alright, the firefighter goes to bed at 10 p.m. And he considers that early. He's like, you know, I'm a firefighter. Lives are depending on me. I gotta go to bed early so I'm ready for the day. So anyways, in Japan, going to bed at 10, which is what I used to do. That's considered going to bed real early. Alright, let's get a little uh, anti-woke here. So in Japan, to be a firefighter, like it's a good job. And they basically give you the equivalent of an IQ test. Like, you know, if you want to get in there, if you want to make a a promotion, etc. It's IQ test. I don't see them like, you know, can you bench press 100 pounds? What I see is a bunch of IQ tests. Which makes me think of some city. I forget if it was Philadelphia, someplace back east. Um, They're like firefighter tests are racist it's like black people are not passing these tests to get into the firefighter job and not passing the test to make the next ranking i don't know if they ever scrapped the tests or not but anyways in america obviously there's a racial aspect to that whole situation all right this just makes me want to talk about firefighters in america i had a buddy whose neighbor across the street was a bunch of firefighters like whatever, first-year firefighters or whatever, early. People had just become firefighters. And it was this house that had maybe three men who lived there. I guess they were roommates or whatever. They were all firefighters. And they were all, like, super rocked. I mean, you know, were they taking steroids? I would say yes, but maybe not. And they were just, like, physical specimens. They all had kind of, like, military-style haircuts. And, uh, anyways, being a firefighter, this is in a big city, apparently has some sort of cultural things going on where you're supposed to be rocked and uh i don't know look like a look like a cop look like an army guy. The other thing I'll say about firefighters is like they're kind of going away i mean there may be a day when there's just barely any firefighters in existence, and the reason why is because of um electrical codes like the most most of the time when a building burns down or a house burns down. It's caused by a problem with the electrical system, you know, like the wiring in your house. And I'm not sure when they really started clamping down on construction stuff. I think it was like in the 70s. It used to be you didn't have to insulate your house and it could be cold as heck, you know, during the winter. But anyway, somewhere in like the mid-70s to the early 80s, they started doing a lot of different building codes. And included in that was a better electrical. Electrical that will not burn the house down. So, as time has gone by since then, ever so slowly, the houses that are going to burn down have been burned down. And we're being left with houses that will never burn down, because they got good electrical. And then it's like, do you really want to pay a bunch of money for firefighters that you don't need? And the answer is, people love firefighters, they hate cops, but eventually they get tired of paying for firefighters too. So it's kind of a dying breed. I mean, if you're in a big enough city, they'll always have them, but... A lot of small towns, they don't have no fire department anymore. And especially no, like, paid firefighters. They have volunteer ones. Alright, so I'm watching a bunch of these Japanese firefighting training things. Like, you know, if you're a firefighter and there's no fire that day, which is basically every day, what do you do? Well, these Japanese firefighters train all day long. And let me tell you, they are trained way better. I do not I don't care how much our American firefighters train. These guys are more trained. Holy crap! They go the extra mile and just train, 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 them weird ass things you'd never think. They got like a weird crab walk where it's like they're pretending like the smoke is obscures all vision, um, except for the bottom foot of the, like the hallway. I mean, they got some weird stuff. All right, maybe I don't know what I'm talking about, but in Japan, the number one cause of fires is the smoking, so that sounds right. And number two is arson. Alright, so the Japanese are just copying American firefighting, which is fine. But this is, okay, There's, I think there's two reasons why being a firefighter is so awesome. First off, obviously, the chicks dig it. The, sec- the second thing is, is like, they do 24-hour shifts, and they get paid for the whole 24 hours. And in- included in that shift is your sleep. You get paid to sleep. Like, if you're a nurse... They don't give you a 24-hour shift where you get to sleep. You know, they give you a 12-hour shift and they send you home. You can sleep all you want there. And then another nurse comes in and works 12 hours in the middle of the night. Firefighters got it good. Like What other job pays you to sleep? I almost can't think of a single one.